0: This Three Beards Media podcast may contain mature themes. And if you're not down with that, we got three words for you. Like the
1: podcast. Nailed it! Woo!
0: Welcome back to Like Father, Like Daughter, Episode 8. I am, as usual, the host, Chris. And, uh, of course, Caitlin is on the line with us. Caitlin, what's up tonight?
1: Um, I'm posting on my Snapchat story right now. Um, But actually, whatever. Actually, I just got back from Walker's house. We went uh, to pole positioning raceway today with some of his friends. Yeah. Um, I went go-karting and I was dead last in both of the races I did. And, I and so cool. uh, and, uh, yeah. And then we actually hung out with those same friends of his and, um, yesterday as well. So it was cool. a good time. Busy weekend. Yeah. Busy weekend. I'm ready for bed. <laughs>
0: yeah. We went to, uh, to mom's, uh, family reunion yesterday. You can't uh-
1: just skip by it, man. You put it in the shot. You gotta tell everybody what you did.
0: My my, my middle finger.
1: Your blue well, finger. Yeah. Mine. Your my my smurf finger. finger.
0: My smurf finger. Uh yeah. So well again, this is the reason why I tell Stacy all the time I should not be doing any housework. Because it's dangerous. <laughs> uh no, so actually she we had to replace her remote for her uh for her bed. We have adjustable beds. And uh so I was programming the remote, so I had the mattress off and I had the Um, The bed flipped over so I could pair the remote with the machine and put the bed back down, put the mattress back down, was putting the sheets back on and shoved the sheet into the corner of one and jammed my finger. And when I pulled my finger up, it was bent. The little tip of the. um, of the. Was it like
1: this? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was kind of like that, that right? It's but you couldn't polite. straighten it.
0: <laughs> I couldn't straighten it. It was just stuck there. So um, so it didn't hurt. I was a little surprised. Uh, I, I kind of freaked out. I called mom up really really fast. I was like, hey, uh, not sure what's going on here, but uh, I can't move my finger. So, um, And I'm bringing up a picture of it right now because I have a picture of it. So there it is right there could not straighten the finger it was just oh, down, right? nasty <laughs> it would just flop around um, Ooh. so uh you know I, I of course i tweeted it out so all the social media doctors could tell me what was wrong while well, i went to the real doctor and uh, ken miller from kxno and was the first person to message me is like that's mallet finger and i was like what and he's like yeah it's mallet finger you're going to have to wear a, a splint for 6 weeks and i was like shut up Sure enough, so I jammed it and stretched that tendon so far that now it won't pull back, so I, I can't pull the finger back. So I have to wear this splint for six weeks while it sits up there and that tendon strengthens and reattaches and grows. That's
1: disgusting. That is so, absolutely disgusting. You didn't I, want a floppy finger in the wind? No, I didn't. I think it-
0: <laughs> floppy finger. No, I didn't. So, um, so then. I have not played golf all, all summer. And my mom went to to Makoka to be with, with Dee um, to help with the baby. And uh, she called, She texted me. She's like, hey, do you want to go play golf next Saturday with Bob and, and Gary? And I was like, yes. She's like, why don't you go make a tee time? So I come down here. I start typing to make a tee time. And I'm like, fuck. I'm not going to be able to golf with this finger. <laughs> I
1: can barely. Sure you can.
0: I'm going. So I'll just. Yeah. I'll just dead. Even if you're
1: just uh the beer cart, you, you just oh, be no, in charge no, no, no. of the I'm beer. Playing.
0: No, I'm playing. Oh. So I'm playing.
1: So okay. Who yeah. knows? Maybe you will actually like be really good.
0: Maybe. I, I can't be <laughs> worse than I normally am. So uh but I'm uh I have one spot open, so if I can find somebody to go play golf with us, uh it'd be fun. So that's uh that's what's been going on with me. Yeah, so yeah, I had a finger, but I went to I went to uh I went to the uh, family yesterday. reunion. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it was so yeah. nice to watch. Grandpa is always, uh, he's always so proud that he has, you know, a bunch of people that go to that and things like that. So it's yeah. nice to 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 see those people and, and yeah. hang out with them and things like that. They were playing bags. and
1: Yeah, I, I hung out. Um, well, I went to a visitation on Saturday, and yeah. then I went and hung out with some friends, so.
0: Awesome, that is uh, the segment that we always do in honor of Mom because she always wants us to talk about good things. So we talk about what's. what's oh
1: man, we got so many good things. I know. We got so works, many. I saw Barbie. I saw Oppenheimer.
0: Yeah, so I got to go see Oppenheimer.
1: You got to see Barbie too, man.
0: I- I'll go. So- I'll see Barbie. I don't have any. Problem.
1: Maybe we do a double feature out of it.
0: <laughs> the boys dragged me to Meg Two today. How was it? Okay, so not gonna lie, it was pretty freaking good.
1: That, I told you. It was I good. told so did you end up watching the first one?
0: I tried to but I ran out of time and I was busy doing other stuff and I really But was, you
1: got the premise. I
0: got the premise of it right. But this one right off the bat I thought was even better. Like it wasn't as campy and but it was funny and it was it was good. I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I told the boys good job. Uh, we went to Flicks Brew House, which is probably going to be my new go-to place to go watch movies. Uh,
1: the Flicks Brew House uh, is amazing, and the Palms Theater in Waukee is yeah. really nice. So yeah. I think they have like reclining seats and air-conditioned seats or seat heaters yeah, in the their seats. What I like
0: about Flicks is, this is their their seats don't go all the way back.
1: Yeah, and I think and their that's legs just,
0: don't go all the way. Back.
1: Yeah, I I've, I've I've noticed that too. Well, now closer down to the front row, they do go back a little bit further because we had oh, to sit in front okay. row for. Yeah. Barbie, yeah, so and there's also one in Altoona that they have really good seats that I like,
0: yeah. I think it's like the Century or
1: something.
0: Like yeah, uh, Ryan went out there and watched the uh a season finale of um The Walking Dead one time and and ate, uh, we went to Jethro's and had uh wings and then went to the went to go watch the the season episode of uh of that, so. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty good. It's been a good couple weeks, so yeah, not too bad. So, yeah, Joel says the IMAX. I, I I went and saw one movie at the IMAX. Quick story: I went and saw um, the first Batman movie with uh, um, uh, Christian Bale. So, no, I'm sorry, it was the second one. It was it was with Heath Ledger. We went and saw Batman Returns. Uh, with Dan Moore and Christy Moore. And I don't recommend watching a movie like that where it's all dark and black because you cannot tell where the screen ends and where the movie's at. It was really hard to watch, like, right above you. So there were some movies that that were really hard to watch. So, Mm -hmm. yep. All right, uh, let's get to our first topic. But first, we're going to get a message from Rebelton Distilling Company Uh, check them out in Osceola, go to their tasting room, grab their honey vodka, their honey whiskey, uh, their rye whiskey. I got to try some of their bourbon uh, a couple weeks ago when I went down there and had a little meeting, so it was so good. So uh, we're going to get an ad from Revelton, then we're going to come back and talk about in the summer vibes and why the Iowa State Fair sucks.
1: At Revelton Distilling Company, everyone has become a part of the Revelton family. From the tailors and their daughter who helped perfect their award winning gins, to the team who installed Lucy, our 33 foot tall custom made still, right down to the local farms that provide our coveted corn, and even the cows on those farms who consume our mash byproduct. Want to see the farm to flask come to life? Now you can tour Lucy and find out where we take Iowa's harvest and transform it into our finest spirits. Choose between a forty-five-minute tour or find out even more by scheduling a VIP behind-the-scenes tour to get the taste of the full Revelton experience. You can visit them at fourteen hundred West Clay Street in Osceola, Iowa, or find all of Revelton's award-winning spirits at any local grocery or spirits retailer. All right, we're back. Uh, we're back. I need to...
0: The support from Rebleton, Rob and Christy and Matt uh, down there and the gang, um, they're always so supportive and uh, we just appreciate them so much. So, Okay, into summer vibes. We're getting into the month of August. Uh, how do you know when it's getting to the end of, end of summer? What's what's kind of a staple for you that you think is, oh man, we're, we're, we're ramping back now into school time and, and summer's over?
1: Well, I got an email from my principal last week. She was like, I was really trying to wait till August to send this out. But so many of you requested it. And I said, who, who requested it? (laughs) (laughs) She's like 21 days. And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the state fair, Um, especially now that I go, um, I'm in that area a lot. It just gets a lot more ramped up, a lot more traffic down there, even before it's getting set up. That's how I know.
0: Yeah, for me, it's probably uh, fair time, but also like I've been watching a lot of like Iowa State football practice stuff on mm-hmm. on uh, Twitter. You know, they'll tweet out those fall camps, and then I mean, honestly, when when camp starts for NFL and they start showing some NFL preseason and stuff like that, now I know we're getting into August. And and our weekends kind of get filled up pretty quick. Like we always go to that family reunion the first weekend of August.
1: Yeah. The weekends in the fall, that's, they're insane. So they start really in August. I also like there's a pool at the place I live at. And when the pool seems like too much energy to go to, that's kind of how I know I'm like, it's the end of summer. Like when I'm getting a little bit of, and that sounds so, I recognize the privilege in that statement. I recognize it. Or maybe right. it's that I'm just getting old, um, That's but it's like sense. the thought of like putting on a swimsuit and going down to that pool. It's like, and then when I see a bunch of kids there too, I'm like, you know what? Let them enjoy it. I can watch it from my patio. <laughs> like I can look at it. Yeah,
0: Joel says it's fair too. Yeah. Uh, and you know, that pool thing is is spot on because we have our pool back here and we're swimming all the time. We're in it, whatever. But it seems like August it's, okay so i by by during the week the weather's a little odd you know things like that sometimes i might get in sometimes i might not but then we have that first weekend where we're in Harlan for the reunion and then you know the next weekend we might be at the fair a couple times maybe we go to adventureland i don't really want to deal with the pool and then when you start ramping into football saturdays and stuff in september i i'm barely in that pool after august so
1: yeah well and i also feel like Um, now that we're in August and this isn't the case always, but especially these last few weeks, like when you're getting off work and you want to like, Oh, maybe I'll go for an evening or night swim. It's cooled off so much by the time the sun goes down, especially when the sun goes down, it really starts to cool off a lot faster than it does in like June or July.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it does. In our backyard, we have so many trees and whatever that as soon as five, six o'clock hits, I'm never in that pool because that
1: breeze is coming through <laughs> it's
0: coming through it's all shady and you're like uh, it's not really worth it to to get in the uh, get in the pool so I'm with you uh, and you know we kind of started a little tradition um, when you went back to school your freshman year uh, you not because I
1: was it. gonna miss the fair
0: you we're gonna miss the fair and you're you're like you're you're like Tracy and that you can't miss a day of the fair which side note, I'm not entirely sure how your mom and I got married because it was during the fair. And I'm not entirely sure how I got her and her entire family to actually go to a wedding during the fair when they lived their life at the fair. So I'm not entirely well, maybe, sure.
1: Maybe you guys got like a really nice discount on the place you were at because it was so busy.
0: I don't know. It was in Pleasant Hill. It was in the, uh, it was in the uh, church across the street from the old Whitewater University. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, and your mom went over there and bungee jumped in her wedding dress, like right after,
1: as she should.
0: So, I mean, one death defying event a day was my limit. I wasn't getting on that thing. So,
1: oh my goodness. <laughs> Actually, Walker and I are already talking about the fair, and I think we're going to go on an, one of the extreme rides together. That sounds terrible. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> okay, so, in any event, we decided to have a state fair food contest yeah. at home. So, and you are looking at last year's defending champ. Thank you very much.
1: What did you make? It was the first time you had won, too. I know,
0: right? I know. Uh, I made these uh, grinder sandwiches, these Italian grinder sandwiches on the blackstone.
1: Yeah, we so, figured out that simple was a lot better.
0: Yeah, the simple? first year I tried to make some kind of lasagna pizza, it was an absolute disaster.
1: And, and then, then you made... made some
0: kind of salsa mac and cheese, fried mac and cheese. Yeah. And- it didn't go over very well but
1: and i actually won a place the first three years and i think last year was the first year i didn't place uh, so i, I really got to step cool. up my game
0: i have something pretty cool cooked up uh this year and this, so that's uh that'll be on the 19th Yep. Year. so yep last weekend of the fair um which i'm not a fan of we'll just get it out of the way i don't I don't get the allure Because you're it. a
1: fun hater? I, no, because I don't <laughs> want to spend $12 to
0: get in, in and then pay. Actually, the time, the actually the I drive. Building, can I tell you something? Cost you $30 for food.
1: Can I tell you something? I drove yeah. by the other day. It's $16 yeah. for a ticket.
0: That's fucking ridiculous.
1: But hy V, they're like nine. I don't so. care. I don't care. I'll get some at Hy-Vee. Uh, I'm going to go the first Friday night. The first you
0: Saturday. To, you're not from the East Side. Why'd you why would you go to East Side night?
1: Well, Walker's family is, so I'm gonna be with his oh, family. Okay. okay. So um and it's Coach fun. John Walling
0: would tell you that's the best night to go to. Coach yeah. Walling would say it's the best night to go
1: to. It is, it's a lot of fun. You should come out. We they give you beer in 32 ounce cups. You can get a beer in a 32 ounce cup. Yeah,
0: for $87.
1: No, for like 12.
0: <laughs> it, there's no way a 32 ounce beer is costing 12.
1: dollars I don't no. I don't remember. You know what? It's not my budget for this. <laughs> I Meanwhile, am getting... you're
0: not paying your cell phone, Bill.
1: Why are you exposing me?
0: I don't know. It's
1: funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But it's so much fun. And then I don't really like I'm not like a let me eat my way through the fair. Like I like to get something to eat. Like there's things that I'm like, I want to get at least. Um, I like to get a fried pickle dog. Yep. delicious. I like to get a gyro. Um, and I like to get a corn dog. Like those are, and then anything else on top of that is just like bonus. And if you heard from my top three choices, I'm more of like, let me get into that savory stuff. Yeah, not the well. And now stuff
0: either. I don't need a lot of the sweet stuff of
1: no. The rib shack they got really. Famous at the fair for their brisket mac and cheese. Yeah. Now they're selling a deep fried version of that, <laughs> so I,
0: I, I may have to eat that.
1: So that's yeah. anyway,
0: I mean, I would go and eat like I that would be cool to do. I, I wouldn't have a problem eating my way through the fair, but,
1: but uh, that's when it gets really expensive when you go to the fair. I know,
0: right, Joel? Yes, Joel. I'm a fair hater. There's uh, I I I can't stand see the heat and all the walking. And- I think
1: you really missed out in 2020 when they didn't have the fair and i went with my friend but they had a bunch of food stands open in where the midway was by jalapeno Pete's, and they had a bunch of food stands so you didn't have to pay any admission to get in you just got to go walk up and eat and then you could walk around the fairgrounds if you wanted there was nothing open or nothing going on and it was great because i was like i got everything on my list this year
0: (laughs) See, that's what I should do. I should go the Wednesday night before when all the vendors are there.
1: Yeah, I mean, but they're open now because people are working in the fair and they can sell it right now.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: There's they got rid of the cattle bar and lemonade stand. And I am yeah. okay. devastated.
0: That lemonade is absolute shit.
1: That it's The cold. cattle bar and lemonade.
0: Any of the lemonade. Were they shaking so, up with the real lemon in it?
1: Yeah. That's freaking nope. delicious. Wait, you want Okay, sorry that my palate is too refined for your yeah, time, yeah, country, yeah. Time BS. country time. Country time BS. I mean seriously.
0: Don't be hating on country time.
1: Maybe I'll make lemonade shake-ups.
0: Well, you go ahead. You're not going to win. So They're
1: delicious. Anyway, so you're a fair hater. I love going in the varied industries building. I love See, that
0: feeling. I, mean, I only go in there to, to escape the heat, and I don't get the point.
1: And guess guess it. what's going to be inside the varied industries in the Iowa State booth this year. What? The CyHawk Trophy dude? Oh,
0: well, yeah, I'm going to have to go get my picture taken in front of that.
1: Yeah, so you have to Run go I at can. least one day. T- <laughs> You're And also, if you go after a certain time during the weeknights, the, their tickets are like half-priced. Right, and that's
0: probably when I would have to go. And I think
1: like that's that you do a little date night. That's what you should do.
0: Yeah, see, Denny's knows what's up. He hates the fair too. Denny knows. Haters. Haters. Uh, now, now let's will...
1: talk about the people who live by the fair and make a crap ton of money with parking.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> I. That's genius. I enjoyed going, like when we first met mom and we were going on the first Thursday and we would take the boys to the fair contest. That was cool, right? Like to go. And then your mom really opened up some of the fair to me. Like I never went. We When I would go with your mom, you know, we went and did all the animal stuff and all that shit and mm-hmm. the farmer stuff. And I wasn't into that. But, you know, Stacy likes to go and watch the free concerts. So yeah. that was the first time I saw the Nodas for free. That was the first time I had went and saw hairball. So, I mean, I'm good with that kind of stuff Um, and seeing some of the free stuff like that. I'll probably go. I just, I don't get, it's not so much that I hate it. I just don't get the people that go every single day. Like that, I don't get. Like, what could you possibly see that you haven't seen a billion times?
1: Well, I think my grandma Betty would go every day because she volunteered there.
0: Yeah, she took PTO.
1: Yeah, to volunteer
0: yeah. at the fair. I got news for you. I, t- I said something to your, to, uh, to Aunt Julie and Aunt Shelley yesterday because I was telling them that story. I was like, "I'll be damned if I'm going to take PTO so I can go work somewhere." Fuck that! <laughs> I'm not doing that, especially if I'm not getting paid. So
1: you get so, yeah. paid in fair tickets and food vouchers.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> there, there for a while, the only time we would go, the only time I would go. Wells Fargo would give free tickets for your family and then $20 in fair food for each person. Mm. And I'd be like that. I'd, and then they'd give, um, uh, they'd give, uh, uh, they had a free concert for employees. So, yeah, Joel, that and camping every day there. No, sorry. Of course, again, I'm not a yeah. kid. So somebody told me there was a 20 year wait for a camping spot there now.
1: Oh, that doesn't surprise me. And yeah. especially during the fair. Now, I think yeah. that's just during the fair. Because, yeah. like, they're open all summer. The Iowa State oh, Fair I and routes are open. Yeah, but and I the- think they even have Overflow at Sleepy Hollow.
0: Oh, that didn't surprise me either. That didn't surprise me.
1: So, yeah. yeah. But the one thing they got rid of at the fair that really upset a lot of people was the yeah. tram. Oh, you know, the big yeah. tractors that rode yep. through. I mean, especially for those people who struggle with walking or fatigue really easy walking up pioneer hall your only way to get up to pioneer hall is to pay for a sky glide ever since they took for that that tram away so it's definitely it's just oh they opened up camping a week ago i did not know that i thought they were open
0: i think that's right yeah denny's right because i saw a buddy of mine on twitter post that he was setting his camper and stuff up there so Mm, interesting yeah yep okay um Favorite thing. You've named a couple things. Favorite thing you like to eat at the fair. Number one thing you like to eat at the fair.
1: Oh my goodness. Number one thing. Gosh, that is that is a tricky one. That is a tricky one. Um, okay. God, I, ooh, why don't you go first? Let me can Mine I guess yours?
0: Mine is the gizmo.
1: Oh. I was going to say a fried Snickers for you. Mm. Or would that be like your favorite dessert?
0: That's my, yeah, no. My favorite dessert probably, as crazy as it sounds, is the fried Twinkie. Really? Yeah. I've never had the
1: fried Twinkie.
0: That was the first one that they came up with. And I was like, this is fucking genius.
1: (laughs) Why didn't I think of this?
0: (laughs) Deep fat fry, the most sugary, delicious cake you can find. That's fucking amazing.
1: OK, so I'm besides a few that I've listed, one thing that I really like getting and I don't know if they had it at this stand last year, but they're op- a new stand opened up a couple years ago right in front of the DNR building. Yeah. And it was like waffle on a stick, but it had like a sausage link in the middle. Oh, and yeah. then it was it was wrapped in deep fried with like a waffle batter and it yeah. looked like a waffle on the outside. And then they put peanut butter. Maple syrup and bacon on it, and it was—you had salty, you had sweet, boom. You could even like get a little hot sauce in there too. It was good.
0: Uh, I'm surprised you did not say the Barksdale cookies. <laughs> I don't more, get me wrong. That's don't get tra- me wrong,
1: Tracy. I love, I love Barksdale's cookies, but I cool. just like. First of all, the Mm -hmm. lines anywhere are insane. So now they've now moved it. So there's one giant stand there. I don't know. When's the last time you went to the fair?
0: I think it was probably there last year for something. I don't know. So
1: they now have like this giant stand in front of the grandstand instead of a bunch of little stands all over. Yeah. And you're still waiting in ginormous lines and it takes forever. So to me, and sometimes the VI building, if you get in there on a good day, like, the line in the one in the VI building isn't too bad, yeah. but I, I'm i like, if I can get one, usually I, like Heather and Eric last year, they had bought a cup of cookies and they shared a cookie or two with me. And right. I was like, that's good. I had my mm-hmm. cookie. But if I, if I go there and I realize it, and I don't get cookies, I'm not going to be upset. Yeah. Unlike my grandma, Betty, who used to buy them by the buckets and then keep them in her deep freeze all year, which- <laughs>
0: So I can imagine,
1: which actually wasn't a terrible idea because no. you went over to Grandma Betty's house in November. And you're like, Can you're I really have a cookie? A cookies. <laughs> yeah, you just That's warm them up way. in the microwave, they were just as good. <laughs>
0: uh, since you mentioned her, let's give a shout out to uh, to Heather, uh, Heather, your uh, cousin, uh, yeah. and that she's getting better and she's home recuperating. So, shout she's out, not, to her. she's not
1: home yet. So she had her fifth, uh, she had her tailbone removed after it had broke years ago. And unfortunately, since then has had many infections. And so she went in for her fifth surgery to kind of help to repair it and have a flap over it now. Um, So she is completely, um, has to lay on her stomach at all times. Um, And then when she does go home, they're going to have to figure out uh, how she gets home. Uh, because she has to lay down on her stomach so she is a true warrior and eric has been nothing but supportive with her as well and um her kids are doing the best they can but you know they are they're strong they're all very strong and they're such warriors and i'm so proud of them for being positive throughout it all because it's really hard
0: no amen all right get better heather Mm -hmm. Okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna move to a new uh, segment that we have here, uh, what I call the game show of who knows Caitlin best.
1: How long have you been looking What's for music? How long were you looking for music to play that today?
0: Uh, quite a while. Okay, yeah. so
1: uh,
0: we asked Joshua to. Uh, some questions. Caitlin, have you ever seen the newlywed game?
1: I have seen the newlywed okay. game. So it's
0: going to be somewhere to that.
1: <laughs> okay. We asked, uh,
0: uh, uh, earlier in the program, when you weren't on, we asked Josh some questions about you. And you need to uh, see if you know how he answered them. Okay? Okay. <laughs> all right, okay. So, this all is right. a question. So the first question we asked Josh was, what do you think Josh said you would rather watch paint dry than ever do again?
1: Okay.
0: You need to answer first. Oh,
1: wait. I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Something I would rather do than watch paint dry?
0: No, something you would rather watch paint dry than ever have to do again.
1: Oh. Clean my room? Laundry? you would answer
0: about Caitlin. I'd rather... Caitlin would rather watch paint dry than sit through blank again. Sit through a... Car crash. He's not wrong. <laughs>
1: I mean, I did have a few fender bunders in you high did. school. I wouldn't call them a car crash. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the one in the ditch outside of Illinois, you would not call a car crash.
1: No, I mean, like you my car off and you went clear into a ditch. Yeah, but like the body of my car wasn't really damaged, you had to and go it wasn't out like a ditch.
0: Stupid... I would say that would. Be it wasn't
1: crash. like it's not like I had to fix a bunch it wasn't a crash i didn't like crash into a pole there was no impact i just slid into a ditch okay now if i had tumbled into a dish i would call that a, into a ditch i would call that a crash but i no
0: okay so zero points there you did not know what josh was gonna ask
1: <laughs> I, I have no idea what they're gonna say
0: and clearly josh has no idea about you <laughs> next question who did josh say out of our entire family would forget the most dates
1: mom
0: okay out of our family who do you think caitlin will say is most likely to forget important dates you correct it's absolutely
1: okay. so clearly
0: he doesn't... No way. it's mom and it's it 100% mom, mom. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and she'll be the first to admit that she'll she say will. i'm not really good with dates and she'll be the first to say that you are the one in yes. the in the family with the dates. And I'm the same way. I'm really good with dates. The greatest
0: thing ever was when I started making my password her name and the day that we got engaged. And then she would ask me for the password and I would make her recite the date. And she'd be like, you know, I don't fucking know that. So then she finally made it the the lock screen so she could remember it on her Mm -hmm. phone. Okay. What, this is a good one. What do you think Josh will say would surprise people the most it's something that you're good at
1: um probably singing i think josh said singing
0: nice okay not many people realize that this is what caitlin is really good at drinking oh <laughs> Oh, man. He's, they're never short of great answers.
1: Oh, yeah. Ever. Oh, man. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've got one right.
1: Oh, man. That was pretty good.
0: Okay. That
1: was pretty good, Josh.
0: What does Josh think is your favorite streaming app? Now, what does Josh think your favorite streaming app is? I, I don't know.
1: Um... Oh, gosh. Hulu.
0: Okay. And what do you think Caitlin's favorite streaming application is? Uh, Disney Plus. Okay. Last
1: <laughs> one. You guys, you guys are so bad at this. In my defense, he's getting all the answers wrong. The whole point of the newlywed game is you're <laughs> supposed to know your partners things, and he doesn't know anything about me.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I think the drinking one was pretty accurate.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay.
0: What does Josh think is your most hated chore? Laundry. One. What chore does Caitlin dislike the most? Cleaning a room.
1: Uh, yeah, that, that usually entitles laundry.
0: <laughs> yep, yep so
1: it was good
0: yeah i was a little surprised you didn't get that one i figured that would be the one
1: okay wait half point i get a half point half there.
0: point because the laundry is part of cleaning all
1: right room. did you do other family members did you I quiz did other not. family no
0: i was gonna do mom but she had to leave today
1: you should have quizzed so, jordan too
0: i should have so uh maybe we'll 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 incorporate the kids uh the boys in a in a future episode so but i just thought yeah. that was so, funny. so well, i well, uh well. let's take a break from. uh from this, we're going to talk to. You, uh, we're going to get a message from Wintrust from Kyle Lehman at Wintrust Mortgage. And then we're going to wrap up with uh, something that Caitlin and I watched the other night that really got us to think about stuff. Uh, and uh, we just want to get some stuff off our chest. So here's a message from Kyle
1: Are you in the market for a new house and unshare of the mortgage process? Want to know that you have someone looking out for you? Kyle Lehman from Win Trust Mortgage is a down-to-earth, knowledgeable lender who can be there for you in your corner. He can work with you in any of the 50 states and is just what you need to expand your home search. Kyle will work with you through the entire process with little to no work from you. Take the worry of the mortgage process out of the equation so that you can focus on looking for your dream home. Contact Kyle at www.wintrust.com forward slash Kyle dash Lehman or call him at 515-473-0546. Okay,
0: we are back again. Kyle, another great sponsor of ours, um, does a great job for everybody. And so even though the housing market is kind of crazy or whatever, everybody's still looking for a house. Uh, You want to get with a trusted mortgage lender. Kyle. He'll take care of everything. It's super easy, super fast. Um, so look up Kyle, uh, go to Wintrust.com forward slash Kyle dash So, okay. Uh, Caitlin, we, uh, the other night, Thursday night sat down was, uh, watching, uh, NFL preseason football.
1: And I want a documentary night
0: and, and Caitlin called. He was like, Hey, what are you doing? Uh, thought I'd come over, see what you're doing, maybe we could watch something. So uh, I was like, okay, yeah, you know, it's just preseason football. I've been wanting to watch this. Um, I'd seen people talk about it on TikTok and Twitter and things like that. And I just hadn't gotten around to watching it. Um, so when you tell everybody what we ended up, uh, what we were watching, what you thought the reason was that I needed to watch it.
1: Well, I grew up, um, I kind of grew up like early mornings, TLC. So like the baby story and um, especially 19 Kids and Counting, which is all about the Duggar family, Bob and Michelle Duggar and their 19 kids. Um, And then back in like 2015, there was a scandal with their oldest son, Josh Duggar. What a perv. Um, What a creep. Um, There was a scandal involving him uh, sexually assaulting his sisters. Um, And there was really never a lot of information. I mean, there was. It was just so hard to like, it was always like, is this tabloids? What is tabloids and what is truth? Because nobody was telling the truth. And recently on Amazon Prime, Shiny Happy People, mm-hmm. um, like four episode docu-series about the Duggars, the IBLP, which is the church that they follow yep. and all about that. Um, just. Uh, and, and the most I'm sorry, I'm losing my th- train That's of a- thought. The most interesting aspect of this docu-series is that they're actually interviewing uh members of the Duggar family. So like their cousins and Jim Bob's sister. And then most importantly, his fourth daughter. Yeah. uh, Yeah. I think it was, it was Jill. 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 Yeah. Let's let's put a
0: trailer for everybody. Oh yeah. Uh, We'll up this trailer and then um, we'll kind of talk about some of the things that, that spoke to me that, that, that really bothered me. And, um, and just kind of where I thought we are going sometimes uh, in this country. So.
1: Every apparel decorator's ears, We're shirt spaces.
0: World domination was the goal.
1: If you have not
0: gone through the basic seminar, I highly recommend it. IBLP. 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 The IBLP teachings aren't Christianity. There's something entirely different. We have for every one of you, the answer.
1: Thank you for agreeing to talk to us. There's a story that's gonna be told and I would rather be the one telling it.
0: TLC created a PR show for Gothard's teachings.
1: You've probably heard of the Duggar family. Everyone knew who the family was. We were part of IBLP as early as I can remember. The biggest feature of Bill Gothard's teachings is authority. Kids obey the parents, wives obey their
0: husbands. Everyone obeys Bill Gothard.
1: Gothard turned every
0: father into a cult leader and every home into an island.
1: I first read The Handmaid's Tale in college. I was like, this is my life. Homeschooling is kind of a linchpin of this whole project. The kids were not being well-educated. Instead of learning math, you're learning slut-shaming. The Institute raises little predators.
0: Breaking news, a dark family secret is exposed.
1: It's like the epitome of evil. Breaks my heart to think about the girls.
0: Well, how deep do we go? Because that's a, that's a rabbit
1: hole. Man. This is much bigger than the Duggars. You give these kids training in political engagement. From there, you send them into the halls of Congress, into the White House as interns. They're playing the long game. What is going on here? The shiny, happy images is the sugar. We're all high on it. They were just deceiving us all.
0: The real story is a much bigger one.
1: Now is the time.
0: Yeah, that's my first initial thoughts as I was watching it was. um, Indoctrination. Uh, That's a big word that's going around in the political spectrum right now. And, And I'm not. I'm not going to dive into left and right politics. That's, that's not what I want to do here. Um, But. That show. Was portrayed as an innocent. Family. And and, and so on. And I, I I encourage everybody to watch the documentary on their own without any kind of prejudice or whatever. and, 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 and listen and make their own judgments on it, right? But for me, what I saw as a father to to a woman was subserviency, control. You were less of a person. You were not valued, and that really bothered me as a, as a father. It really bothered me. Um. I watched the rest of the episode yesterday. Uh, and I, I, I didn't say anything to you while we were watching it. Um, but there's another lady on our podcast network, Amy, who does Hot Mess Happy Hour. And one year ago this week, she was on Old Man Strength and she had talked about her marriage and, and her surviving uh, a domestic violence. Uh, lifestyle from her ex-husband and how she has become an amazing woman now. But she was one of those people. And I texted her and I said, I'm so angry watching this show. Watching what my friend went through. And um, I'll read to you what she sent me. Because it was pretty profound. She said that was, she said, uh, I said, is it crazy that I thought about you the entire time I watched this show? And she said, it's not because I thought about how similar my life was to that. It was frankly a little triggering. And I said, the grooming and the way they bring up those women to be subservient, I was so angry watching it. And she goes, that's exactly how it was. And I just said, I thank you, Amy, for being so brave to be who you are. I'm really proud to know you. And she sent me this screenshot. And she said, it reminded me of a Facebook post from one of my college friends. So she went to a Christian-based college like that. Her parents sent her to that college. Mm -hmm. Um, And somebody that she knew there, who was a man, posted this on his Facebook page, and I'm just going to read it to you. Tonight, I took my youngest daughter, Sarah, out for a daddy-daughter date. I presented her with a promise ring, a commitment, and coming-of-age tradition. I've done with all three of my daughters. The promise being that she will safely trust her heart to follow God in life, and to trust her daddy to be the only rightful man appointed by God to guard, guide, and protect her heart. Until that day, that God brings that right, godly young man into her life. Then with the blessing of her dad and the mom, and only then, will another take her heart and be her hand. By God's grace, I hope that at the time to be able to place her hand in his hand. Until then, it's her dad's responsibility to hold her heart. Dads, we must shepherd the heart of our children. If we don't, someone will. And I literally wanted to throw up. I could not imagine not raising you to be able to think for yourself, to make your own decisions, to realize that I raised you in a way that you could make intelligent decisions and not put yourself below somebody else. I, I never wanted, I, I said this a hundred times when I, I t- to you and, I, and and you can you can back me up. I told you that in your life, the way I would, I would be no prouder of you if you, once you found who you wanted to be with and you were married or whatever, that you ensured that you were on equal footing with that person and not subservient to you. That you should be somebody that has a career and has a life and has the ability to speak for herself so that you're not relying on anybody else. Absolutely. And that you are an equal partner and not in need of somebody else.
1: Right. No, ab- absolutely. I, um. yeah, it was really hard for me to watch the homeschooling when they talk a lot about the homeschooling and the things that they teach. They teach these women what's an eye trap. So, like, this is yeah. an eye trap, like, because that is, that's not okay seeing my, you know, strap. Is an eye trap having a skirt having pants is an eye trap because they can men could see the figure of my body and it's those same people that are teaching that curriculum and 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 similar things like that that are also saying that teachers in their job are indoctrinating children when i promise you a no teacher's got time for that it's it's hard enough to get through the curriculum we have right Um, so that one really struck me. There was also a scene when they were talking about punishing their children. Um, two things. Uh, Michelle Duggar had said that they do something called blanket training and she talks like this. She infantilizes herself. First of all, all the women infantilize themselves because it's to help make their husband feel like a big, strong man. Like, oh, I'm going to talk like this because I'm just a baby and I can't do anything. And I need my big, strong husband to help me, which don't get me wrong when I'm married. Can't say I won't pull that out a few times, right? When I'm trying to get my way, but like (laughs) um, to constantly be talking like that. And she would say, well, I do blanket training. And I say, come on, boys, let's do blanket training. And we all lay on a blanket. And she's talking about, babies babies like under a year old where she would lay her sons and her daughters on the blanket training and and if the baby would reach for the toy off the blanket she would smack them to to break their rebellious spirit so the when the kids learn that they're on the blanket oh i can't reach for my toys i can't reach for this things because that's it's like training a dog it's like training a dog
0: that was, and they, and, that was one of the books that they had referenced in there that the IBTLT references is by a gentleman who wrote a book that said you should train your children like you train an animal.
1: Yeah, it's to train up a child is yeah. the name of the, to train. That's another thing. Most right. people, when they're talking about like, I raised my kids to be respectful. I raised my kids to do this. Other people say, I. Tra- these people were saying, I trained my kids to do this. Right. I trained my kids to do that. And so- And then when they talked about corporal punishment and beating their kids with rods, spanking them with rods, there was a scene um, from an IBLP seminar where this man pulled up a random child to volunteer and was teaching parents how to discipline their kid. And as he was hitting this random kid on the bottom in front of thousands of people, he would say, you're such a good boy. You, you do this and then would force it. And then he's like, and then you got to force the kid to give you a hug. Like you're your psychological, the psychological things you are doing to that child by not a, not only hitting them, but hitting them and telling them how you're such a good boy. I'm so proud of you. And they call it giving encouragement. Right. In the Duggar household, yeah. they would say um, Amy King, the cousin would say that when, the kids would get punished. Their uh, Jim, Bob, and Michelle would say, "Well, do you need encouragement? I think you need some encouragement." And they would go to the prayer room, right? The worship room. Get hit with a rod, get spanked on the butt, and then be forced to stay in there for however many days Jim, Bob, and Michelle felt like <laughs> it, with little food and water.
0: I watched that series, and, and Joel's asking where it's at. It's on Amazon Prime. It's if you're a Prime membership. Go to Amazon Prime. Just search for Shiny Happy People. It's right there. It's four episodes, um, but it's, it's really eye-opening. I, uh, I'll, I'll, a few thoughts uh, of what we talked about. My dad, uh, your grandfather, uh, said one time, um, he had a great line. He said, um, more evil in this world has been perpetuated through the word of religion than anything else. And I always thought that was an odd statement. But then when you see things like this, using God's name to carry out your own agenda, that's not what God does. That's not what my God does. Um, That's just not... It it literally makes me want to cringe and, and, and be sick. And I remember... You're talking about training the children. I remember one of the girls um was uh, who was in the i uh the the yeah, iblp right uh, and she had said i watched that show and i and and people would comment about how well behaved those children were and all i could do was sit here and go and be sick and think to myself i know how they got there you know what i mean i know what Just they like, went through right to get there and it's not right. You know, and, she's and,
1: like, and, most people think they're calm. Mm-hmm. But the first thing I see is that these children are meek and they're mild. Yeah. They, they aren't allowed to have a brain, <laughs> <right>.
0: <laughs> unfortunately.
1: And, then, and, and and then the male children are treated differently than the women children. I mean, let's go with Josh, the, yep. the sexual abuser. Jim Bob did everything he could to get that covered up. Sent him with Gothard, the guy who created the IBLP to do some rehabilitation.
0: Who was an abuser and a rapist himself.
1: Yeah. So then we have that. And then it, and Jim Bob keeps covering it up. But then when they couldn't do 19 kids and counting anymore because of this scandal, because of this had gotten out, they told Jill and Jessa, well, now we want the cameras to follow your lives. And right. you're forced to do this. And they're forced to do this. And, and Jim Bob didn't pay them.
0: And they were the ones... That were molested by her brother and shrouded out there and put on TV on national TV to say that it didn't happen.
1: Exactly. And 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 it was and Jim That's the thing. Those girls had that show for two, three years. Jim Bob didn't pay them a dime.
0: Yeah. And and, and again, the biggest thing for me that that I opened for me was it wasn't just Jill Duggar who was on this show. It wasn't just even the people that were associated with the Duggars. There were just normal, everyday people
1: Absolutely. that came on
0: and talked about what their life was like in that indoctrination and how they were brought up and what their lives were like. The, the woman that, that was basically given to some guy a, in marriage and she went along with it because she didn't know any better. And then he threatened to kill her every single day of their marriage. And he left to go get a gun one day, and she finally woke up and grabbed her kids and got out of there. I that's you can't watch that show and not and 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 I, I I'm not again, it's not a left or right politics thing. It's not. But the the status of where this country is at right now, with the people that are trying to shove. Religion into the government callows of this country is dangerous. When you start governing based off of a religion, that is not what the founding fathers had 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 an idea. You that yes, the founding fathers were Christian. But they also believe that you could practice whatever religion you want. The freedom of religion in this country means you can practice whatever religion you want. It does not mean that I have
1: without to. religious persecution. Uh, without means, persecution, I don't, it
0: also means that I don't have to practice your religion. And it should not be anywhere in the in, in the government callows. And for them to be passing laws about being a Christian country is not what this government should be doing. And if you don't fight it on the lower ends of the of I read something a few years ago that and it was exactly what they talked about in this in this documentary. You think that they're just going to just go for the Senate seats and in the in, in, in the in the presidency? No, that's there's too many people that can vote not vote that. But don't think that the local school board where they get two percent of the of the voting public that they, they even pay attention but they can't slip some people into the into uh in, into the school boards or into the county supervisors and things like that that's where your real laws are handled that think about what somebody that think about what a majority can do on a school board when they have a majority and an agenda just well, we... what the ramifications can be for that
1: we saw it last week in Norwalk when they announced that some hundred books had been banned. One of the books I read with my high school class, and it actually opened my eyes and and made me a more competent and caring person. Um, yeah. One of the books is called Kite Runner. Yes. And it's, um, I can't remember where it takes place at, but I, I remember reading it and crying. Right. Um just sobbing during this book and, and it opened my eyes. And, and then I saw last week that it's on the banned book list and you can't even get it. And that's, that's insane to me. So, um, and I I think also the biggest thing that made me also really sad about this whole Mm -hmm. thing, um, not the biggest thing, one thing that, you know, as I was watching this documentary, this docu-series, and I was like you know they're actually turning people away from god when people get out when people get out of that situation a lot of them i think turn to i don't believe there's a god right because this whole life of theirs they had been brought up to fear this man right Bill Gothard and to fear god yep. and then it it takes it it, it ruins a relationship that this person could have had with God. And it takes a lot for a lot of trauma for this person to process and get through to possibly even go back to that. And it's just really sad. Um, It's there. They, they end up doing a lot more harm than good, unfortunately. And that's exactly. I mean, yeah.
0: I, I, again, I don't, I'm cognizant of the fact that I have a lot of people that I care about, that I love, and, I, and that I uh, believe are good people um, that don't sit on the same side of the political aisle as I do. But I also know that those people are caring enough individuals that they can make intelligent decisions and and, and see things for what they are. Um,
1: and it's not, but at the end of the day, it's not even about politics. It's,
0: it's about it's, what's right and wrong.
1: It's about and 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 also your own personal relationship with God, right, I think yep. so um, and that doesn't make religious people inherently bad, and that's no. another thing is then no. you then a documentary that's another thing. a documentary like this goes out, and there's this stigmatism there's this i almost said stigmatism, right. I don't think that's right. there's this <laughs> the right stigma. Thing there's this stigma with people who are religious, or if you say I'm Catholic and people automatically go stay away, it's not, there's this stigma with it because of the horrible things that had been done in the name of these religious um, entities. And it's just unfortunate that we're letting it divide so many people.
0: Oh, no, I agree. Uh, great discussion. But, I'm glad that you asked me to, to watch it. it it really opened my eyes uh, to a lot of things it also some of the stuff that I already thought was going on so mm-hmm. um again this is a segment where we try to give you fun stuff to watch or whatever but I really think uh, it, you guys should watch it and and you know what if you watch it and 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 you have any you know things you want to talk about, Uh, Shoot us a message uh, and, you know, I'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts are. So uh, with that, we're going to close it out. Um, Caitlin, I really appreciate it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, We are, we got a family reunion on our side uh, on Sunday and then a state fire contest and Mm -hmm. then school and then pretty soon we'll be sitting in Jack Trice.
1: Heck yeah. Go watch Barbie people. Such yeah. a good movie.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Everybody
1: was crying in the theater. Go watch.
0: That's right. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Go listen to all the rest of our podcast uh, at threebeardsmedia.com. Uh, programming notes. Tuesday night, fall starts with me and Bill Blank with special guest Jordan Bohannon, former Iowa basketball player, Jordan Boy, And then super excited for that. And then Tim and I will be back with a special edition of Old Man Strength. Um, on Wednesday, on no, I'm sorry. That is Tuesday. Wednesday is fall starts. Uh, we had a new episode last week from Bitter Units. A new episode from Hot Happy Hour. We are just killing it. Hawks Eye View is going to have another episode inside the storm because uh, we're gearing up for football and, and everything else. So, um, last shout out because uh, I got to do this. We are sponsoring a hole at the We Will Collective Women's Golf Tournament. So they have teams available up there. Uh, they would uh, love to have you up there. We're going to launch a special shirt in uh, recognition for uh, women's sports to raise money for women's sports. Um, so if there's anybody out there that would like to help with that, shoot us an IM. Uh We could use some help with the golf tournament. So with that, um, keep an eye on our social media. We're going to launch that hopefully this week. And Caitlin, you got anything else to say? Nope. All right. With that, we're out of here. Thanks, everybody. Have a great night.
1: Are you in the market for-
0: Damn it, that's the wrong
1: ad. Here we go. At Revelton Distilling Company.
0: Oh my God, I don't know how to run this machine. Last time.